you know what? Hello and welcome back to the Sunday Serotonin Podcast with Dustin Joss. Thank you for tuning into another episode. On today's episode, we are going to um, dive deeper into travel and experiences and stories and all the things. Um, but first, let's just dive into our serotonin boost of the week. Let's do that. Jocelyn. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys, like Death said, for tuning in today. Uh, my serotonin boost for the week is, well, I've got two. One of them is an ice cream date with a friend. And the second one is I started physical therapy. Yay for the back injury that I've been nursing since like February. <laughs> I finally got into a PT because I'm like, I don't know what else to do to fix this problem. <laughs> so I'm super excited and just kind of renewed some of my hope. So I've got a really, really good PT and a really good um, chiropractor on board to try to get things all fixed up for me. So I'm excited about that. What about you, Des? That's awesome. Um, my serotonin boost of the week would be going on long nature walks. Like I just haven't really been walking and now that I'm back home uh, after my little hiatus, I have taken been taking full advantage of going on walks with my dog. And as I'm saying this, she's like right behind me. So I'm like glad she's not really hearing the W word. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I already went on one this morning. So I think she's sleeping. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Yes. I love that. I like rolled out of bed and here we are. <laughs> and I'm I glad mean, that you've been productive with your day thus far. I've still rolled out of bed. Like I still kind of got like PJs on, haven't showered. Brush my, uh, did I brush my teeth? We'll talk about that later. Anyway. I brushed my teeth. <laughs> so proud of you. I I can't Here. remember. It's been too early. Um, but... um, does your mouth taste like morning breath? Because there is a taste of morning breath. You know what I mean? I mean, Like yeah. anybody listening, you've got to know what I mean. Tell me what, that you know what I mean. Oh, you've been drinking coffee. You brushed your yeah. teeth. You've just been drinking coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this tea? It's tea. So I like to drink the Awaken breakfast tea and then I put um creamer in and then i froth it and that's how it gets all these like little you have bubbles. a frother yes i need to get a frother and of course i tried like i saw a tiktok where if you have tea bags they usually have like plastics in them like in the bag and i'm like no 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 and she's like you just are supposed to open up the bag and put it in another thing well i tried that but the like little grounds and like loose tea is too small. So they went like oh. went through. So it's like whoops. Oh mixed in there right now. And you're I'm like really you're just really getting it all in. I'm getting all of it in. There you go. And then, Nutrient dense. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um and then let's do some of our Instagram followers serotonin boosts yes. of their week. So yes. somebody said what boosted their week was French toast. Mm. I feel that. I hear I have, you. I have questions about the French toast. Like, where did you get it from? Is it like gluten-free? Is it not gluten-free? Is it from Burger King? Is it not from Burger King? Did you make it yourself? Did you make it yourself? Mm, important question. More. What do you put on your French toast? 
And do you like cinnamon in your French toast? Because cinnamon in the ba- like the mixture for mm-hmm. me, game changer. Absolutely yes. game changer. Like the little cinnamon and sugar and put like what is it, a little powder? <gasps> oh man. Yeah, powdered sugar. Oh. My brain immediately me. went to like how can I make this into like protein French toast? <laughs> yes. Oh, it's like how do you I don't even know how you would make like because I know how to make pancakes with like bananas or apples or whatever in that but like mm-hmm. how do you make french toast with something else in it like already in it I feel like oh in it yeah you could just get, you have like, to like make the bread t- yeah I've seen like the cinnamon roll french toast where it's like it's Ooh, like the cinnamon cool. roll like bread and then they like make it I wonder if you could like french toastify a protein bar Anyways, we are on a tangent. One of our, <laughs> one of our other followers said outdoor workouts. We do love a good outdoor workout, especially with like the summer and being able to be outside, especially being yes. in the Midwest. And it's going to be winter and fall before we know yep. it. And it's a very short-lived the, season. Yeah. I already see the leaves changing. I'm like trying to water my plants. I'm like, stay alive, stay alive. <laughs> like the outdoor ones. I'm like, you have some more time. Yeah, my mission for living plants this year is is not going very well for my outdoor plants. I've not been a very good plant mom. That's okay. But I'm There's proud of you for keeping year. your plants alive. There is always next year. We'll Honestly, it's been a lot more like the boyfriend does the outside plants and I just am supposed to water these like five new ones that we got. Well, that Beautiful. he got me for free from the nice. hardware store i oh. was like what i'm usually more an indoor plant person but i'm trying something new leave it to him to find the deals legit though like he's always the deal finder <laughs> i know i'm like he went there for mulch ended up getting like five free plants i'm like did you even get the mulch and he's like yeah and i'm like how <laughs> We'll we'll have to have a story time about all these Home Depot and Menards runs that we've been on. Yeah, because yeah. we things... should do a home reno series. Oh my gosh, yes, please! Because it we because went have... on a date night, and why did it end with us going to Menards? Oh boy! <laughs> oh, you guys are like an old married couple. It's so cute. I know, I'm just, you know, missing the ring, but... I know, Danny! <laughs> if you're if you're listening ever to a podcast, he's not a podcast listener, but that's okay. That's okay, he's fully supportive of what you're doing, though. <laughs> yes, he'll bring snacks, so, or coffee, or whatever. <laughs> Snack guy, thanks, Danny! Snack guy, <laughs> yes, thank you! <laughs> Oh, since he doesn't listen to this podcast, we can talk about it on this podcast, but we should get him for Christmas and we should get him a shirt that says snack guy. And then we should put, we should yes. make, we should make merch. And then on the back, just say snack guy. And then we can have our branding on the front. <laughs> yeah. How funny would it be if it was like a tote bag that said snack guy? Sponsored by <laughs> or like snack a cooler guy. bag. A cooler yeah. Like bag a cooler something. bag. Oh my goodness. Oh put like kombucha in there what should the podcast get our designated snack guy 
for Christmas. Snack. I love that neither of our serotonin boost was that we went axe throwing with each other. I know. What the heck? I feel like it was more like... We just kind of glazed over. That felt like last week. Yeah, it felt like last week, but it was more like dopamine. I was just so happy to see you. I was so happy to see you. And we were throwing axes. Were we calming down? (laughs) Oh, um, I mean, I was releasing emotions, I think, but I don't know that I was calm. You were releasing lots of emotions. <laughs> she, the dude came over to us, okay? Like, one, we had already surpassed our session. And two, he was <laughs> like, let me show you a more effective way of throwing said axe to be able <laughs> to get it into the, and Jocelyn's over here like, I just kind of want to just throw things and, and break things. <laughs> <laughs> Smiley face was like, <laughs> He was like, he was talking and he was being really nice about how he was explaining. And first of all, I was like, um, A, I didn't ask for your help. So please don't mansplain this to me because I can actually do this. I'm just frustrated and I am taking my frustrations out right now. And I don't care if the axe sticks in the board or not. I'm just whipping it. Okay. Second of all, yes, I don't care if it sticks in the board or not. I am just whipping it. I almost spit out my freaking teeth. <laughs> my goodness but yeah that's that's how that went (laughs) definitely a boost a boost of something (laughs) yeah there was one point where they were like i wasn't getting the rotation right so it wasn't sticking in so i was like oh maybe if i just hold it backwards (laughs) and everyone that was standing behind me took like a solid three steps back and was like that makes me nervous (laughs) and then we got home (laughs) we got home and i was like hey babe you found out how much i love you today (laughs) By oh me not releasing an axe backwards. Morbid joke. Once again, we're dark jokes kind of people. Should <laughs> we get into today's episode? Yes, now that <laughs> like you guys topic? have listened to our tangent for like 12 minutes. <laughs> it's been a minute, guys. We got to make sure you're getting all of the tea. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So, what is the um, PCT? Yeah, so the PCT is the Pacific Crest Trail. It runs from the California and Mexico border all the way up to the Washington-Canada border. So it's over 2,600 miles if you do the whole thing. Um, And I did the Northern California and Oregon portion. So I did a little over 500 miles of that. Their original goal was to do Oregon or to do Washington as well. But I ran out of time, and if I'm being 100% honest, I also ran out of money. (laughs) So, homegirl had to come home and work. (laughs) Noted. Noted. So, when did you go on this excursion? I went in, was it 2018? It was 2018. 2018. So, I. Was it 2018? It was 2018, yes. Are you sure? Was it 2019? It was 2018. It could be 2018. I'm like trying to remember. Were we we were already out of the apartment, or were oh, yeah. we just getting out of the apartment? We were out of the apartment because I just finished up school. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had, I had, like literally just graduated. <clears throat> yes. So yeah, 20. I finished. Yes, I finished school. I went to graduation. I went to. I was in a wedding, and then I took my boards for my. Uh, respiratory licensing the like the Friday before I left on Monday 
<laughs> and we were supposed to have our results like same day right well they come in during the middle of like this five-hour exam and they're like um just so you guys know the printers are broken so no one's gonna know their scores when they leave today so um you'll have to just get the results in the mail in a couple of weeks and i'm like <clears throat> i'm gonna be in the middle of nowhere with absolutely no reception or access to the outside world in a couple weeks <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like panicking because I'm like I'm not even gonna know if I got my license and blah 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 so I'm like panicking finish the test miraculously by the end of the test the printer's working again I got my results I passed all the things it was beautiful and then yeah dipped out of town for like three months <laughs> yeah uh so um what was the last thing I said to you before you uh went on <laughs> when uh out of town for like three months yes yes let me uh let me get to this here i made the mistake um oh i sent it to you so that's gonna be a lot easier for me to find than it is for me to pull up in my 10 bajillion pictures guys does anybody else have a picture taking problem because i got a picture taking problem same i'm like how Um, many do i have but i took a photo of destiny we got coffee right before i left and the last thing she said to me was and i quote Please don't die. Please don't hitchhike with the wrong people. Please don't eat any poisonous plants or wipe your ass with poisonous plants or come back Brittany Bulb. End quote. (laughs) This is just so iconic. Okay. I feel like it it was just so iconic because one, we're both Sagittarius's and so is Brittany Spears. That needs to be noted. So I... I didn't know that. (laughs) Yes. Brittany Spears is a Sagittarius, so is Vanessa Hutchins, so is Taylor Swift. We got we got some things going on, okay? Noted. So all of the people that have absolutely <laughs> lost their shit in the public eye are Saggies. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh my gosh, she's gonna come back, Brittany Bald. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't. I came back with a dread, though. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just looking at it. This is hilarious. Just so good. Well, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna post the picture <laughs> on the podcast oh, page. Just please so that do. Has to live out that. <laughs> I feel like was... should I say it in my words since I see it? Should I? Uh, can yeah. You hear me? You say yeah. you say it so you can hear it the same way. Okay. Yes, hugging Jocelyn. We got coffee for the last time. I'm getting everyone in the. In the mindset here, I'm like, yeah, set, I'm never going to see Jocelyn. <laughs> she thinks I'm going to die out there. <laughs> I'm like, please don't die. Please don't hitchhike with the wrong people. Please don't eat any poisonous plants. Or wipe your ass with poisonous plants. Or come back, Brittany Bald. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> yeah, pretty much how that went. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, and I would like to note, I I did hitchhike. Not with the wrong people, though. Fortunately, could have been. One of them was super sketch. I, like, wrote in the... Mm. Mom, don't listen. Um, <laughs> plug your ears. I rode in the, in the back portion of some guy's truck. <laughs> and it, like, had a topper on it. And, like, he had to, like, la- latch me in. <laughs> 
like oh you know goodness. how truck toppers have like the handles that you turn and it like locks the the topper oh. in place um i rode in the back of some dude's <laughs> truck like that oh my goodness gracious <laughs> um <laughs> so that was probably the sketchiest uh <laughs> hitch hike that i did um but i did not wipe my ass with any poisonous plants thank goodness uh that would have been miserable didn't eat any poisonous plants i did eat some berries that i found and i (laughs) (laughs) that can be good or bad um i was about 85 percent certain that i was gonna be okay (laughs) i wouldn't say i was 100 percent certain but i was pretty positive so i ate like one and i was like oh it tastes fine feels fine looks you know it's fine and then i ate the rest of them and it was great um, but I didn't die. So I listened <laughs> to what you said. <laughs> so proud. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So who all went with you on this trail? Um, this was, so <laughs> my boyfriend slash not boyfriend, we didn't really know what we were at the time. Um, but he went with me and then my dog went with me. And the story on that was that I was basically like, hey, I'm going to go do this. Come with me or don't come with me. Well, he wasn't planning on coming with me. And I left. <laughs> I left down. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> and he ended up showing up, um, flying out to California right before I left. And so we picked him up in San Francisco. And then my brother drove us up to Syed Valley, which is in like northern, northern California. And that was where we started. Uh, mind you, worst worst starting point that we could have possibly picked, aka I could have possibly picked, because I didn't know what I was doing. I had never gone backpacking. To be honest, I'd never actually gone on an actual camping trip where I like camped overnight in a tent that was not Are in you my grandpa's uh, yard. <laughs> yeah, I probably don't share that little detail very often, but I literally never camped, never gone on like an overnight hike, never done anything. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do the PCT. <laughs> Full send. That's just how I am. I should have um, said more. <laughs> you had me <laughs> thinking you were camping every day. I'm like, yeah, oh, she's so prepared. Yeah, no, no, everyone's like, oh, you're so adventurous. You'll be fine. And I'm like, <laughs> wouldn't you like to know um but yeah so the the first time that I actually overnight camped and like set up my tent and like slept in my sleeping bag and like cooked with the camp stove and everything (laughs) was I camped at I'm gonna butcher the name so I'm really sorry because I don't have the accent but Montana de Oro in California it's like a it's a state park um, with my brother a couple of nights before we left and I literally ha- I faked like I knew what I was doing Jace if you're listening to this you taught me how to use a camp stove just by me watching you I actually didn't know how to use mine and it was like two days before I was supposed to hop on trail oh um gee we're getting um, the full story here folks yeah but where I was going with that is that I did a lot of research into like what to bring, what to expect, the mileage and everything like that. However, I did not ever think to research the elevation change. So I started in a valley that immediately went into like a 10 mile climb. <laughs> not like not like 10 miles straight up, but like 10 miles of climbing. Um, and <laughs> I was not prepared. My legs were not prepared. It was like 100 degrees out. <laughs> it was so bad. It was the worst, worst spot that I could have um, picked. And as 
I didn't realize that until we got farther along and we would run across other people and they're like, oh, well, where'd you hop on trail? And I'm like, oh, Syed Valley. And they're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it was, you know, like close. It was like the closest waypoint to Oregon, but still in California because I wanted to cross the border, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you you picked like the, the longest climb and the <laughs> hottest portion. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, yep. If you start at the hardest point of literally everything, then nothing else seems as difficult. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just my philosophy. And yep. like, it can't get much worse. <laughs> oh, man, you better knock on some darn wood with that one. <laughs> I am right now. I'm knocking on wood because it can get worse and I don't want it to get worse. But yeah, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds insane i'm like thinking <laughs> of the was... grand canyon and i'm like that would have been insane like trying to start from the bottom of the grand canyon and go up that's kind of what it's reminding me of i mean not quite the not same quite? Okay. not quite the same why did you want to go on this <laughs> <laughs> couple of reasons you guys are really getting the nitty-gritty of jocelyn's backstory today <laughs> so i was going through respiratory school and it was very, very stressful. And I had a lot of other things in my life that were changing at the same time. I wasn't feeling well. My mental health was absolutely tanking. It was bad, bad, bad point. And um, I watched the movie with Reese. Oh, I had a lisp there. Reese Witherspoon. Why is her name so hard to say? Reese Witherspoon. Anyways, I watched that movie and was like, oh, that's crazy. And again, my boyfriend at the time was like, I want to do this. And I'm like, you're on your own. <laughs> so, but then I had that in the back of my head. And then I um, was going through school and reached like my low, low point. And in that low, low point, I decided that I didn't want to exist anymore. So I tried to make that happen. Fast forward a couple days that I don't remember. I'm still here. Um, and I woke up and was like, okay, well, I guess I woke up for a reason. So I'm going to figure out what that reason is. And I think I'm going to go hike the PCT to do that. <laughs> and this was, mind you, this was while I was in the hospital. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, and I am not laughing at mental health. I'm not laughing at where I was at, but I am laughing at, I think I'm just laughing because I'm coping because I don't think I've ever talked about this like in depth on a podcast before. So it's a little bit like uncomfy for me to share but hey maybe you guys will benefit from it so yeah basically that was that this was in yeah this was in february um so this was february of 2018 that i hit like my low low point and then i obviously i just like disappeared from school for a little while and had no contact with my instructors because you can't uh you can't have technology <laughs> inside of the mental hospital or you can't have your phone and things like that so I basically went back in like a week and a half and was like, hello, professors, this is what just happened. Um, I would really genuinely appreciate it if you would let me finish the program, even though I've missed more than the maximum days that you can technically miss. And they were like, oh, gosh, yeah, we had no idea. They were super supportive. So big thank you to them for being as cool as they were. <clears throat> and I... The next three months were just super difficult of like planning for this trip, how it was going to happen, 
um, and finishing up respiratory school, which this is like the last three months. So you're doing like your case studies that you need to give presentations for. You're doing all of your testing. You're doing all of your last clinicals. You're doing all of your sign-offs on all the things. Like <clears throat> it's a difficult time. Meanwhile, I'm researching this trail, which is uh, why I clearly didn't research my starting point very well. <clears throat> and then um, graduated and then at that time also so the day before i was supposed to walk for graduation my significant other at the time's dad passed away <clears throat> yeah so he he passed away the night before i graduated um so there was that and then i graduated and then like a week later it was mother's day and i was in a wedding and like the funeral and all of the things were going on and then, like, a week after that, I left for this trip. <laughs> so it was a lot going on at the same time. And it was just something that, like, I wanted I wanted to, like, process through all of my emotions, process through everything that had happened, and really figure out, like, who I was, where I wanted to be, what my values were, um, and have this safe space, even though it doesn't seem like a safe space to be out in nature with all, of, like, the dangers that are out in the back country, but it was a safe place that I didn't have influence from other people and I didn't have any like pressures to perform. I didn't have any, there were no expectations on me other than to like stay alive and check in with friends and family every now and then throughout this process. Um, so it really gave me time to like be with myself and something I'd always really struggled with was being able to sit with my emotions and sit with myself without distractions around. So when you're out in the nature, you're, you're out in the nature, out in nature, you're kind of forced to do that. And it gives you a safe space to learn how to do that um, safely. Like I wanted to, to figure out how to be okay with being by myself and being with myself and all of my emotions. So it was a really like submersive way to just be able to to feel the things I was feeling without having to worry about other people or other responsibilities. Wow. Well, one, holy cow. Two, <laughs> thank you for sharing your story in depth like this. I had no idea. Yeah. Like, what? So like we're always was... learning something new about each other through this podcast. I'm not going to lie. What valuable lessons did you learn from this experience? Mm, being, like I said, learning how to like sit with myself and be okay with myself and be okay with sitting with my emotions and not trying to like run away from them or be too busy to deal with them was something really big. Um, I learned that <laughs> I don't need modern amenities. Like, I don't absolutely need them, um, but it definitely did make me appreciate plumbing and or plumbing more. <laughs> like, showers are great things. Toilets are great things. Um, but it also taught me, like, I can do hard things also because this wasn't easy. Like, looking back on it, it was an absolutely priceless experience that I wouldn't trade for anything at all. Um, but while I was going through it, there were absolutely days and moments that I was like I don't want to do this anymore I'm sick of walking there's like I'm bored I don't want to keep going my feet hurt my legs hurt I just want like a shower I'm sick of living out of a bag 
Um, and maybe other people that backpack don't ever have those feelings, but I'm being very transparent in that I think a lot of other people also still have those feelings, even if they enjoy what they're doing, because it's like type two fun, right? Like, it's absolutely a blast looking back on it, but sometimes the moments while you're living it aren't the most fun. Um, so I learned those kinds of things. Um, and just, it, it I, when I left, I had a really, really bad perception of people because at the time I had been working in a club and I can't even tell you how many times that I saw people come in with people that were not their significant others and interact in a way that if you are in a relationship unless it is like a polygamous relationship in my opinion you probably shouldn't be behaving um so I saw a lot of that I saw a lot of fights I saw I saw a lot of just really in the situation that I was in at the time, I saw a lot of really scummy people, um, just a lot of really not good people. So I was like, people suck. I love animals and that's it. And so <laughs> going out on this trail, um, they've got what were called trail angels. So it's just people doing like random nice things for hikers. And they would like give coolers of Gatorade at a certain point that they knew people would cross or at like certain waypoints they'd um, bring like resupplies in or they would cook meals for you like one of the most memorable trail angels that I came across his name was Nate he's like he probably had to be in his 60s or 70s but he had brought a van full of groceries out to a campsite that that we all passed through and so he had like hot dogs and burgers and he brought like a cast iron pan and we made like cornbread over the fire and like there were like six or seven other hikers there and we all like cut up vegetables and we all like chipped in and made like a beef stew that night so there's just like there were people like that and a lot of the people that we met on the trail were super super cool people too so it gave me a lot of renewed hope in people because I got to see like the good people I got to see the really nice people and the really generous people and a lot of these people didn't, like, have money to be doing these things. They're just like, I want to do this because it's nice and it makes somebody happy. And that was really refreshing to kind of get a new perspective on people after I had kind of had that skewed from being in the wrong crowds for a while. That's awesome. Shout out to Nate for bringing the snacks. <laughs> All the snacks. <laughs> yes, the OG snack guy. Yes. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. So what advice would you give to someone wanting to do the PCT? Um, research where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, you can go and find it. It worked out, but it, it, it worked out because there were other people around that could make it a little bit easier on me. <laughs> so um, like running into different people that could like give me tips and tricks or tell me what to expect or not to expect or what to do or not to do um, on the trail. That was really helpful. And if I don't want to advise people to count on that happening. Like I'd like you to just be able to be prepared before you go out there. So definitely like research where you're going. Don't go in like completely cold turkey. Like, like I did again, I made it work, but that doesn't, that approach doesn't work for everyone. So um, know like what gear you want, 
I wouldn't say if you're doing like an, a long backpacking trip, I wouldn't say you need like all the ultralight stuff for your first one. It's definitely going to make it a little bit easier for you, but it's not necessarily necessary. Um, backpacking equipment is pretty expensive. And if you get the top of the line stuff, it's really expensive and it's not necessary to go. Um, wild animals, it's a real thing. You don't have to be completely fearful all the time because at the end of the day, if you're going to get attacked by a mountain lion, you're going to get attacked by a mountain lion and worrying about it isn't going to help you. But the chances are it's not going to happen. Uh, but I did carry bear spray with, and a lot of people were like, oh, you don't need that. And I'm like, mm, it's my security blanket, so I'm just going to bring it with. <laughs> so uh, that kind of thing. Um, make sure you are at least getting into some sort of physical shape that will be beneficial to you for what you're going on like if you're working a nine to five and then not doing anything outside of your nine to five that is active you probably don't want to shoot for like a 20 mile day for 30 days in a row just be realistic on like where your physical fitness is at and then um make sure that you have like a backup plan if you do need to hop off trail in somewhere that you can go or have funding so that you can call a cab or an uber or i mean you can hitchhike um i had letty and i had another person so i felt a little safer hitchhiking because i wasn't completely by myself it was also more difficult to get a ride with a dog and another person because people are like oh heck no <laughs> but there's pros and cons to both you know so yeah, that would be my advice. Just do your research. Don't be don't be overly scared because you're going to be okay. Um and just like just go for it. I recommend if you if you feel called to going on some sort of backpacking adventure where you just get to cut off civilization for whatever period of time, do it. Go for it. Make it happen for yourself cuz it's it's definitely beneficial in my opinion. Yes, we love a good hike. Um if you were to go on it again, would you? And if so, what would you do differently, if anything? Mm, I would go again. I would go, I would go finish what I wanted to. So I'd go do the Washington portion that I didn't get to do. Um, not that I wouldn't do Oregon again, but I would want to finish Washington first. And I, what would I do differently? I know now that there is dehydrated dog food. I would bring that because it is a lot lighter than carrying 10 to 12 pounds of kibble at one time. Um, my piece of advice, if you are going backpacking with your dog, just uh, know that you're going to be carrying about 10 to 12 extra pounds of weight, depending on how much your dog needs. And includes or that part actually does not include the amount of extra water that you're going to need for your companions so it was a lot more work to bring an animal with just based on what i can carry because they can carry a pack but they can carry up to up to and i wouldn't even recommend like 15 percent of their body weight so letty could carry about six pounds <laughs> so it's not like she carry very much she carried her medical supplies so she carried coban and neosporin and athletic tape and her booties and that was about it and then i carried all of her food and water so um would i do it again still yes 
can still carry extra weight for her. She's getting a lot older now, so she can't quite do the mileage that I would want to be doing. But they have canine carriers. Like, you know, like the kid backpack carriers? They've got those for dogs, and you best believe I'm getting one. <laughs> oh, so, man. then we'll just... I'll just be carrying like 80 pounds on my back instead of 50, you know, because then I'll pack my pack and then I'll pack her in that pack. And she's about 50 pounds. So it'd be like so 100 yeah. pounds? You know, 80 to 100, I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> we can do it. It'll be oh, fine. Man. So yeah, Not other it. than that, um, I would probably get some different gear. Like I definitely get different boots because my boots are absolutely worn. And for whatever reason, I just still have not replaced them i think i'm a little sentimental about it um but i hiked with boots some people hike with trail runners i prefer the boots because i have weak ankles and i'm clumsy so they probably save me from snapping my ankle quite a few times yeah i love my hiking boots too i hiked with like tennis shoes because that's all i had in yeah. alaska and i was like i wish i would have had my hiking boots because then I can like act like I'm tripping but I'm not tripping <laughs> because I, I feel I like it. I was just like consistently tripping on the trail I'm like why am I tripping yeah but yeah hiking boots if you're a tripper <laughs> yeah if you've got uh ballerina skills like I do then you you might think of sport <laughs> yeah yes but other than that I don't think I'd really change anything I think the experience was very uniquely mine and that I had zero experience prior and so everything was a learning experience and it was through a really big like emotional transformation in my life so um i wouldn't change anything i think it would be different by just by how how things are and where i'm at in my life now i think it would be a little bit different of an experience but i wouldn't change anything about what i did that's awesome so yeah. last question what are okay. three things that you have to bring? Like a must if you're going on this trail. <laughs> oh, okay. I was an overpacker. So saying three musts is um, difficult for me. <sighs> okay. Like extra things or like necessities? Like necessities, like... Oh, say I'm about to go on the stain trail. What are three things that I need to know and okay, need well, to pack? You need, you need water. <laughs> okay. But okay, I won't I won't throw that in. Okay. Um <laughs> a poop trowel. <laughs> because okay. you don't think about that. Um, but you need a poop scoop <laughs> so you can dig your poop holes. Um and yeah, your face is like what? No, you literally you if you <laughs> To preserve the environment, you have to dig a cat hole to poop in, and then you have to bury it up so that just you're not thinking. like ruining anything. No. And like, otherwise, with all the people that travel this, like, how gross would that be? Like, everyone's human feces would just be everywhere. So you have to bury them. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that time that snack guy, my snack guy, wanted to freaking. He was like, just go poop in the woods, dig a hole. With what? My bare hands? What do you think I am? It oh, is my. Crushing. It is liberating to... to poop in nature. I want to be honest, what? I didn't want to. Like the first week, I was like, I, again, I had never done any of this, so I'd never pooped outside. 
but like I, I the, the first time I was like mm, not sure how I feel about this and my legs were really tired so like holding myself up was just difficult. but then like the second time I was like you know there's something real nice about <laughs> just looking at the views <laughs> you were in Alaska and I thought I was gonna like have a bear walk up behind me or something I was like this is or a moose I'm okay, like I don't want anything sniffing my ass Bears and moose are a lot more common there than where I was at. So I wasn't as worried about it. But I definitely did not like going to the bathroom at night once it was dark. Because I was like, hmm, what's behind me right now? <laughs> yeah, that would be terrifying. Okay, noted. Yeah. So I need a shovel. Okay, so a, uh, poop, a poop shovel. <laughs> okay. Um, water filter. I would say water filter and iodine tablets. I'm going to count that as one because they go together. I started out with a water purifier and it just got clogged so easily that I switched to a water filter. So the difference is that the purifier goes a little bit deeper and makes sure that the water is a little bit more clean just in case there's like tiny little bacteria and viruses and stuff in the water. As a filter takes out most of the yuckies, but it doesn't take like the itty bitty particles out. So if there's something in the water that's going to kill you, it's probably not actually going to get it out. But in those situations, so you can kind of, you can try to gauge it. If the water's running, you're probably going to be okay with using just a filter. If the water's stagnant, that's when you want the purifier. But if you're using the filter, then that's when you put the iodine tablets in it. So um, it tastes like absolute trash, but it is better than dying of dysentery. So, <laughs> or dehydration. Sounds good. Okay, noted. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> poop trowel, good water filter and then what would I say as my third like cannot live without I think a good sleeping bag makes a really really huge difference because I started out with one sleeping bag and then ended up buying a new sleeping bag to bring with like halfway through because I was freezing I had just like a cheapy sleeping bag from like Walmart that was graded to like 20 or 30 degrees I guess Actually, I don't think it was from Walmart, but it wasn't like a backpacking one. It wasn't a nice sleeping bag and it was rated to like 20 or 30 degrees. Well, that's not like the comfort zone. So always add another like 10, 15 degrees. So you'll be comfortable at about 35 to 40 to 45 with that sleeping bag. It was cold. It was very cold and I did not stay warm. And there were nights that I really didn't sleep because I was freezing. Um, so having a good sleeping bag that is warm enough for the climate that you're going to be in is definitely important and all the really nice down ones guys oh man they're so fluffy and comfortable they're just great <laughs> yeah i need i need comfort I, I need to be warm at night or i am not sleeping Mm-mm. um pro tip get a sleeping bag that's slightly larger than you need so that your dog can fit in it <laughs> And that Noted. keeps you extra warm. I got she... an extra long sleeping bag so that Letty could sleep. <laughs> I'll do that so Ginge can fit in. I'm just like looking at her sleeping behind me. What a what a time. <laughs> yeah. Not sure how she'd feel about the backpacking life. She's more of a material girl. <laughs> I mean, she goes kayaking. We That's slept true. on a, a sandbar with uh, just a, a towel. I won't throw any names out of why I was so upset, Daniel, um, (laughs) about saying he was going to pack 
a blanket, didn't pack it. I'm going to pack a uh, sleeping bag, forgot the sleeping bag. Um, <laughs> I'm just so happy I, I brought a towel. We should talk anyway. about your kayaking adventure in the next one. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's what we'll talk about. Well, let's do it. Thank you for sharing your story and getting to tell us all about the PCT. I yes. learned a lot. I bet everyone yeah. else learned a lot. Yeah, well, thank you so much for listening and wanting to chat about the PCT. There's so much more I could talk about, but this is just like the little bitties, the whys. But yes. And don't you have like a full blog about this stuff too? Yes. Peep the blog. Go check out the blog at thefunnelwander.com or on my Insta at thefunnelwander. Yes. 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 Well, I think that's it for this episode right yay yes well thank you guys so much for listening and letting me chat about this it's been a little while since i've gotten to talk about it in depth so thank you thank you so much and if you guys have any more questions or comments please feel free to dm us and if you have any suggestions on what you'd like to hear or what you think our next travel series is going to be on even though we kind of hinted but we might still change our mind so peep what you think or what you want to hear and once again, thank you guys so much for listening. Yay. Love you. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs> bye. Thank you so much again for listening to our podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please support us by following, subscribing, or even leaving a review. We love and appreciate each and every one of you sending good vibes, love, and light. See you next time. Love you. Bye. <laughs>